Okay. My name is Carlos Estrada. Welcome to Tuesday Night Chaos, presented by the fans of pro wrestling. My name, uh, again, my name is Carlos. Let's get off to a good start. I'm joined today with my co-hosts, Heather and John. How are you guys doing today? This is what happens when you try to multitask people. <laughs> How are you guys doing? Doing good. Well, I'm doing much better now that I know it's not just me who can get tongue-tied on opening. <laughs> Thank you, Carlos. You're welcome. Sound like I'm on Groundhog Day. <laughs> we sorry. We, we you know it's, this is this like on Tuesday, you know. So in in hopes again, put out positive vibes. We're all just we don't know what to do with ourselves because we were just blown away with Monday Night Raw last yesterday. So we're just all just hyped about that and couldn't sleep because we're just so excited by all the stories going into payback, you know. And that's why that's why we kind of sound befuddled right now, right, guys? <laughs> I'm like that little kid that had nothing but Kool Aid and a chocolate bar, just running with pure energy, and then finally dropping dead. Right. <laughs> that's what I thought right now. Like, oh, okay, that's two hours of sleep, and the coffee's not doing the job anymore. Right? Time to go. So, with that said, so this is our night that we talk about AEW AEW programming. Um, so we had. I thought overall for the week, I thought AEW hit it out of the park. I thought um, Dynamite was good. I thought Rampage was good as well, and I also thought Collision was really, really well. What did you guys think of the programming from what you guys got to see? Heather, go first. Um, from what I got to see, um, I thought it was pretty good. Um, gonna be honest, I really didn't get to pay attention to a lot of it. But what I did see was pretty, the main show I really did get to pay attention to was Collision, of course. You know, because it was on Saturday, and I, that was really the time I got to sit down and really watch something. Um, but yeah, I thought it was pretty good. John, first, I want to say thank you to everybody that came and joined us last night in the the post WWE raw space. That was a very fun space with everyone of you participating and we hope to keep doing more with you in the future. But um, this week I, for AEW, I definitely had to say that WWE should be taking notes on what you really should be doing on your programming, especially when you're a company that's running monthly, sometimes more than once monthly PLEs. I mean, we got AEW that's doing what back to back. We're starting with all in and then going all out the weekend after. Is that correct? Yep, one week. I mean, here we're we're getting the build. We're starting to see some build, not just with one, but two different cards in a one week period. The all in is definitely heating up, and they're already starting to build the all out. So, I really hope that you know. I really hope that AEW knocks something that's really hard to do, having back-to-back pay-per-view cards, keep the interest, but knock them both out of the park. I agree. I, again, I think I think this is a good time for AEW, and again, I think um, they're in a win-win situation. I really don't see um, how they can go wrong. I mean, they have such a talented roster. It's like they can just put out banger after banger. Um, and I, and again, I'm excited for that. I, and again, I just, I thought they did a good, sh a good, a good job this week. And for me, it was like, you know, on, I think on rampage, I got Brian cage versus Darby Allen. And then I forget who the other, Oh, then you had, um, who was the other match? I forget. 
Aussie Open fought somebody. Or the, oh, they fought the Outrunners, and there was another match that was really good too. I can't think of what it was. Oh, it was Johnny, Johnny, John, Johnny, uh, Johnny TV versus um, Orange Cassidy. Orange Cassidy. Yep. Yeah, and I'm like, you know, and so again, when you're getting when you're getting that kind of match on a Friday, you know, and and then Soraya and and then um and Blue Sky Blue, it's like I just again to me, um, it was a win win. And again, and I loved Collision. I was, you know, I, I came home from work and, and it was like it was. I didn't really like. I didn't. I kind of feel like Samoa Joe had a better opponent. But I mean, the main event was cooking, man. That was so good. It was, and then I love the acclaim too. I think that um, the former Bear Country, I forget their new name. They should be on TV more. They're a great team. Um, again, it was just an all good things. So our first topic we're going to talk about with AEW is MJF and Adam Cole. So if you guys caught this week again, um, they had a great segment where they were, you know, at a, at a kid's, at a kid's jump park and they're playing dodgeball with some kids and they're hitting little, they're hitting the kids and like knocking them out. And then one girl like flips MJ off and he nails her. Um, it was a great segment. And then they can, then they kind of, they had their, their in-ring segment where they challenged Ozzy open for all in, you know, for the, um, for the, for the buy-in for the ring of honor tag titles. And then Roger Strong was playing it up, being comforted, comforted by um, the kingdom. Um, I guess my question for you guys is, what do you guys, how do you guys feel about them? The fact that they're booking Adam Cole and MJF on the opening, on the opening um, pre-show of of All In, and how do you guys see this? How do you guys see this angle playing out? And do you, and are you ready to see it end soon, or do you hope they keep extending it? And let's start with you, John. Where's our little graphic, John? <laughs> I don't have the graphic. No. Sorry, but I kind of dropped the ball this week. I really don't like the way you book your world champion to be in, not just in a pre-show, but to be going for a mid-card type title. You're doing really an injustice on promoting who, the guy who should be your top star. <laughs> but, and furthermore, I think this is where maybe where some interest will get into the play. Maybe we're going to see Adam Cole kind of find a way to deceive MJF or give a hint that he's going to deceive MJF for the world title in that uh, zero hour match. So um, yeah, I, I really don't know what they're really trying to do with this. I just hope they find a way to keep it, at least a little bit entertaining, but you don't want this to go as long as like the bloodline storyline, if you know what I mean. No, I agree for sure. What are your thoughts, Heather? I don't even understand why they're even trying to go after the titles, period. Um, I mean, I guess it's just something to do, but I mean, like, a lot of people would say, you know, that MJF is just running around here looking stupid. He's supposed to be the main champion, and um, while well, he's just out here doing crazy shit and playing around, and while CM Punk is not the champion, and he's getting all these killer matches or whatever, and just having a great time. So, I mean, I really, I'm not understanding any of it because, like, I don't know. MJF supposed to be the big time heel champion, and badass and he's not looking that way um and meanwhile not the champion is so you know but adam cole and um i don't know i, I like you know kind of what they're doing with their storyline it's fun whatever but 
I just don't, you know, I don't think it needs to like keep being drug out for too much longer. No. And sorry, I don't mean to interrupt. I want to just say, I think there's also that possibility. Maybe we're going to see a new version of a kingdom here. Maybe this was a plan by Adam Cole all along to have Roddy seem to be the guy that's very distraught, but have Matt Taven and uh, who the hell's with Matt Taven? Is it Vincent? No. Oh, how dare you? Oh, Mike Bennett. Mike Bennett. God damn it. I don't know why I got that mixed zaddy. up. He's a zaddy. Yeah. I think Mike Bennett and Matt Taven might be joining along with Adam Cole in this new version of the kingdom. And we're going to see MJF turn full face. Who knows? There, there could be two different ways you can go about this. Either MJF suckered us all in from the beginning just because, you know, it wouldn't be the first time he suckers is, suckers us in and be, had a plan all along. Or Adam Cole is the one who's deceiving, starts a new faction, and we're going to see yet another powerful stable here in AEW. And so, who do, do you guys do? You guys think that they should turn? Uh, do you guys think MJ should be a face, or do you guys think he should stay heel? You want my wife's reaction first? Sure. <laughs> Sarah says I don't like this version of MJF. He needs to be an asshole, and I agree with her. That that's MJF's character. He should be a scumbag asshole. And what do you think, Heather? I think the same thing, you know, well as what he's doing is funny, you know, it's it's change of pace, you know, see something different from him. It's just it's not him. He's meant to be the asshole, meant to be the piece of shit, you know, that this is that's what he is, you know. And this is Heather's way of saying, I like this asshole, by the way. <laughs> Heather has a thing for Burberry, we all know that. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so I'm in agreement with you. I, 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 I really hope like to me, like, I, I feel like, I, you know, you got Adam Cole who came back as a red hot baby face. I really hope that they're not going to turn him heel and, 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 you know, and make MGF as a, I, I fear I can see, and I can see them turning MGF as a face and then him six months from now, not being happy with it. And Tony, and Tony Khan letting him go back to being a heel because he doesn't want to be a face just like Ricky Starks did. And and then and now you have Adam Cole as a, as a heel too, and so to me, I just I think that it would be the wrong choice. I hope I hope they keep Adam Cole as a face. Um, and to me, why not have Roderick Strong go with the Kingdom? That could be a natural feud for Adam Cole after this feud ends. And I and I do like them utilizing the Kingdom more because I I feel like again they don't have very many managers in AEW that they're utilizing, and I would like to see Maria Kanellis more on AEW television along with Matt Taven. And um, Mike Bennett, you know, they're both they're both easy on the eyes. And Mike Bennett, somebody who's in recovery, and he's and he's he's like a good comeback story. So I will always root for that guy. As far as the all in pre show, the thing that I don't like to me is then again to me when you're already a company that's being criticized as bad as AEW is, I don't think you should leave yourself up for more criticism by double booking talent on a card where you know you're going to have talent, you're going to be leaving off the card. And the first thing people are going to do is criticize, why are these guys getting two matches and this guy's not on the card? So I just think that it's a bad move by Tony Khan. Um, and I, Because I, I think it's going to just open up criticism to when other people are left off the card, why they didn't get that spot and why these guys are being booked for two matches and, and that person isn't getting a match. 
you guys do you guys kind of see that point of view yeah and that's where i again i'm saying this is not a good look for your top guy he shouldn't be booked in a spot where really you should be getting either your people that need more exposure or somebody who didn't get a spot on the main card. I mean, it, it really doesn't do your top guy any justice whatsoever, which should be the top prize in the company. Any other thoughts on that, Heather? Going once, going twice. Okay. Oh, so the next thing that did we lose Heather? I don't know if we yes, lost. Yes, Carlos, you're so smart. Oh, thank you, Heather. I appreciate that. <laughs> no, I'm here. I did this stupid mic wouldn't unmute. He's going to give you the slap on X now. Uh, <laughs> well, you should be Booker for Tony Khan. Oh, thank you, Heather. I appreciate that. <laughs> so the next thing I have for you guys is on the end of Collision last night. There, you know, it's, it's, it's pretty custom that at the end of the at the end of the um. After the main event, usually the talent kind of puts over the crowd. You know, I think they try to keep them there for another hour as they tape Ring of Honor, you know, stuff. Um, CM Punk went full heel on on um, on on Hangman Page. He was making comments about um, they call him Hangman because all he ever does is hang his his, his toys hang on the pegs at the Walmart and the stores, and he can, he doesn't sell anything and he doesn't move he doesn't move the needle. And CM Punk is the needle mover, and he's the guy who sells merchandise and does everything else. And he just totally was talking shit about Adam Cole, Adam Page. And so um, for me, I feel like this is, you know, this is, to me, this is, um, it has to, sim it has to, sim it has to symbolize, to me, this has to be the fact, this has to show that, okay, these guys are going to work together. And I feel like it's just CM Punk showing the, the smart marks, the fans who are paying attention, the fans who are online, like, be patient. You're, you guys are going to get what you want. Um, we're going to, we're, but we're cooking it for you. And when it comes, it's going to be great. Um, do you guys agree with that? Do you guys think we are going to be seeing the, the heel CM Punk and heel FTR going up against the elite? And if so, how do you guys feel about it? We'll start with you, Heather. I don't, you already know I don't like him. I can't stand him. Go ahead. I mean, he's always running his mouth. That's the smartest shit to say. But yeah, I see, you know, it's coming. They're probably going to have the match and it's going to be the hell of a match that everybody wants to see. And that's like y'all have been saying, it's going to be what's good for business. I don't, you know, like I said, I don't like him. I don't want shit to do. He's got a big fucking mouth. But yeah, and I've, I've, it needs to, it needs to happen. They need to beat the shit out of each other and then hopefully move on from that. Yeah. And that's the bottom line, because Heather said. <laughs> what are your I, thoughts, John? Yeah, I don't know if anybody remembers the days of how Cowboy Bill Watts would have two talent that have personal issues deal with their problems and let them get it out. That's what Tony Khan needs to do is have CM Punk and the elite just let it all out, but have them let it all out at the, at the pay-per-view or during the weekly programming, you know. Let's get it out of their system. Let them beat the shit out of each other. Then hopefully maybe we'll finally come to an understanding. Or, you know, you can use the Yellowstone reference where, you know, Rip would tell someone, if you want to fight, you're going to fight me. You know, just so, you know, get it out of their system. Make sure we finally come to an understanding after the smoke clears. 
I personally would say, yes, let's see it. On a business stance, I also say we need to make sure we're all on the same page, too, when we all let it out. So I think it's a good move if they do decide to work with each other. I just hope it doesn't get to the personal, the really deep personal stuff like they did last year at the end of all. Was it all out last year? Yeah, all out. Yeah. Yeah. We, I mean, everybody remembers that little infamous backroom crap, but let them get it out in the ring, get it over with, and let's be done with it after that. And I, and I, and again, for me, like, I'm just excited because to me, like, I, I made the comment before, I don't know if we was on here or in our Twitter space. To me, like, you know, the Young Bucks and, and all those guys, Young Bucks and Kenny Omega and Hangman just re-signed their new contracts. And with that being, and with that being done, you know, Hank, um, Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks got to keep their titles EVP. So I would hope that with them be, being EVPs, that then meant that they're going to be doing what's, what's best for business. They're going to be doing business with CM Punk. Um, I'm excited for it. You know, I, I think that, you know, as, as I think it's going to be good for business and I do like these little Easter eggs, you know, cause that's what I feel like we're getting, you know, they're kind of letting us know ahead of time, um, you know, this is, it's coming guys. Just, just be patient and let it cook and kudos to CM Punk. You know, I, I mean, I, I think that, you know, he's, I'm, 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 I am all sold for his match with Samoa Joe. I think that he's done a really good job of, of making Ricky Starks feel like a main event guy. So why not get everybody, but why not get all these other guys feeling like a main event level and bringing them up. So it gives him more people to work with in the future and getting all these guys built up before he does go full blown heel. So again, I think it's good. I, and again, I don't think that I don't think Tony Khan would be letting him make these comments unless there was something in the works. You guys agree with that as well? Yeah, I mean, obviously, yeah. I think after last year and the criticism that Tony Khan got after letting CM Punk continue his time on the media scrum, I think he wouldn't let CM Punk keep getting away with it if it wasn't already planned out and. Who knows, maybe that whole entire time Punk was out, they kind of made a few things clear that maybe, and we weren't, none of us were made aware of it or any of the dirt sheets were made aware of it. But maybe Tony Khan finally sat down and said, you know, this would make great thing for TV. Let's plan on it. But for now, you know, just be professionals a bit with each other. You're all going to be on the same team at some point. Let's just make things work out. And by the way, I think Tony Schiavone might come after you for that Easter egg thing because I think Arn Anderson dubbed that form in the backstage. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I don't know if you heard that episode or not. I don't um, think so. But if, if we if we get that kind of attention from them, good. I mean, you did get that tag from the ad free show. So I mean, let's let's keep the good, let's keep the ball rolling. Um and to me, like, and to all the trolls that that might be listening to the show, and again, I nothing against you guys, but give Tony Khan some credit. I, I I saw a lot of the comments. Oh, he's lost. He doesn't control anything on this show. And blah, blah, blah. give the guy more credit than you're giving him. Like, let's 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 let it cook. Um, let's trust the process. And and again, I think we're, I think we're going to eat very well with AEW for the next couple of years. And so I'm really excited for what's going on. Um, with that being said, so we have we have all in coming up, and again, they're they've just broke the SummerSlam record. Um, they're closing in on eighty thousand people. I guess my question for you guys is, what do you guys feel about the build for all in? Um, 
And do you guys think they're, do you, do you think they should be treating all in like a WrestleMania or just like a special event? Like, I mean, like, and again, people, I think people, they, they want to make them feel like it's a WrestleMania, but they already have this, they already have the 80,000 people. To me, I'd rather see all in be like more like, like multi-man matches, getting to get people on the card, giving us matches we haven't seen before and then save the single like blood feed matches for all out. Um, and I guess one of the rumored matches is going to be um, is going to be the Golden Lovers. So Kenny Omega, Abushi, um, and then Hangman against the against um, Takeshita, um, <laughs> Jay White, and um, and Juice Robinson. So are you guys excited for that match? Are you? What's your guys' overall thoughts about the build up for All In? We also had we also had the Coffin match confirmed with Darby and Sting versus. Um, AR Fox and Swerve. Um, how are you? And then obviously we're gonna get CM Punk versus Samoa Joe. How are you guys feeling for for the buildup of All In? And you guys are you? Do you guys think that they should just kind of be playing for the crowd more there, and we're along for the ride? What are you guys' overall thoughts about how the cards coming along, and stuff like that? Start with you, Heather. I mean, um, from what I've you know, the matches, the buildup, and everything. I'm 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 guessing y'all. Lord, I can't even talk. <laughs> I'm excited for the pay-per-view. Um, uh, just the matches and stuff. Uh, okay. I'm excited for it. That's all I'm going to say because I cannot even talk. I'm excited for the, the pay-per-view. That's it. <laughs> AEW, good. Okay, got it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I can't even talk. I don't know what the hell is wrong with me. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Do you have like a bunch of posters of John Moxley just around your room at the moment? <laughs> mustard with ketchup on her body, right? with ketchup as the blood. I think okay. she. I think she found. I think. She, I think she. I think she found something for her pain. She just hasn't told us yet. She's like starting to drool on herself. Right now. Well, she's having that tough decision between Dean Ambrose and John Moxley right now. So you know. <laughs> I laugh because like one of my space like one of the Twitter spaces I was on, some guys like, "Well, John Noxie is not a good looking guy." Ah, uh, uh, me and my friend Heather begged to differ with that with that uh, comment right there. We both think he's di like delicious. I have a word to call it dickalicious. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, like I'm like, uh, yeah, go, we 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 think he's fine just the way he looks. So don't say that because we think he's all that and a bag of chips. John, what's your thoughts overall about the build and what they should be doing and all that kind of good stuff? All the above. Well, let me first answer your other question as far as should we treat All In as a WrestleMania? I think their event that they have in November, that's Revolution, right? Yeah. To me, Revolution should be AEW's version of WrestleMania. Not Double or Nothing? No, I don't think Double... I think Double or Nothing should be more of just kind of like your Royal Rumble right there. I mean... Okay. Really, that's when you see your casino battle royal too, right? Yeah. Yeah. To me, that should be more of your that should be more of the Royal Rumble there. For me, the all in should be more like your SummerSlam. And they got a good card coming up. The one that really confuses me is the coffin match. Are we building a coffin big enough for two guys, or are we gonna have two separate coffins out there? Right. I guess we'll find out. So that, that one's got me very intrigued on how they're going to work that one out. And, and I really hope that they're not going to have Sting lose this match because th this would be Sting's first loss for the year, right? Yeah, his first loss ever. He hasn't lost a match yet. He's yeah. undefeated. 
yeah, this, they better not have Sting losing a coffin match or I'm going to be throwing shit in the fan. I'll, I'll go off like Heather on a tangent on Roman Reigns title reign, you know? So, <laughs> but uh, I, I like the fact that they're implementing a, I guess you can say a Texas tornado style coffin match. I, I like the buildup they're doing for um, MJF and Adam Cole, except for the zero hour. I don't, really think we should be having those guys challenge for tag team championships. I'm trying to remember the next match I had in my thoughts. I forgot. Can you remind me a couple more of the matches? Yeah, so there's going to be the the four-way the four match for the women's championship. Yeah. Yes. Samoa Joe, some, yeah, which is going to, which again, to me, like, I go ahead. You talk first. Uh, sorry, the, the women's match is the one that's kind of got me muddy because if they were going to have if they were going to put the championship on Sheeta, they should have done it on this pay-per-view rather than have it go in a singles match on Dynamite. Because I I think that was a really big whoopsie right there on AEW's creative part. Um, as far as the... Sorry, what was the other match you said? There's going to be um, Samoa Joe versus CM Punk. Um and then I then the other match is gonna be um, you're gonna have the the rest of the elite oh the young bucks versus FTR and then you're gonna have the rest of the elite so Hangman Abushi and um, and Kenny Omega versus um, Kanosuke and then Juice Robinson and Jay White and then also Chris Jericho versus um, Osprey. Yeah, is that gonna be for the IWGP and? I guess you can say United States, but the European I, now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, I think Will Osprey had a change to the IWGP United Kingdom championship. Oh, that's right. United Kingdom championship. Yeah. <laughs> so if it's for the title, this would be an interesting thing, but I think either way, Will Osprey still goes over Chris Jericho. Um, as far as Samoa Joe and CM Punk, that one's going to be, questionable are we gonna have a championship on the line or are we just doing it to cement their choke them out yeah choke them out <laughs> jeez listen to this girl she's getting more violent what you get rip his head off and throw it in the crowd <laughs> <laughs> yeah as far as Samoa Joe and CM Punk this is gonna be very interesting because we all know Joe's pissed off with losing to a roll up which in a way, Joe knows that's not a favorite finishing thing for most of our so-called wrestling experts. I don't mind a roll-up here and there. I just don't like it utilized very often, which for quite some time, it it was used quite heavily. I think this one, we need more of a definitive finish. I don't care whose finish it is, just... Don't don't use the roll up or something really crappy to end the match, like a double count out or a double disqualification. Find a way Choke to choke his ass out. Jesus. <laughs> I think we're gonna have to let Heather let let her true emotions come out now. <laughs> Well, I, th I think I think you know we talked about you know like if you know we, you talked about maybe getting her a Dom shirt. I think we need to get her if they ever make like a CM Punk wrestling buddy and like a, and a Roman Reigns one, so she can like just like you know, wrestle with them and fucking <laughs> up and figure fours and shit. 
Or maybe we can have Christine, you know, on the X app, Shining Polaris. Maybe she can make her like a a yarn bucks. Yeah, a yarn buck, but only a CM Punk version of the yarn buck. Yeah, <laughs> treat a damn it doll and just beat that thing. <laughs> Cooking cook it in a microwave and shit like that, running it over with her car, like her little voodoo doll, see if it works. We'll see how many she goes through. Uh, but yeah, that's that's as much as I have as far as the all in card. And for me, like I think something like and, and something that like when I when when I first would watch AEW and I would appreciate this. And again, like, and I think that this is something that 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 WWE needs to really do more. Is like. If, in case you don't understand this, AEW books for the crowd that's there live. And I think that that's what you got to remember. So they book for the crowd that's there. And when and then the natural excitement and, and, and the emotion that that crowd's feeling comes off on TV. And it just makes the product all around better product to watch. So I think fans need to realize that. And I agree with John. Like this, this is not their WrestleMania. This is a special event to me. Like if, if these fans on the, the UK, this might be the only chance they get to see AEW for the next couple years or this year. Like for me, like I want is I want them. I want to see as many multi-man matches as possible. I wouldn't even mind seeing like a casino battle royal where the, where the winner gets a you know like a, a shot at the All Atlantic or the international title on <coughs> All Out. The same for the women. Why not do the same for the women? Where the woman gets the woman gets to challenge Chris Jatlander for the TBS title all out. Um, to me, like let these let, again let these wrestlers let us as many of the talent that have been there that have really given their blood, sweat, and tears for this company. Let as many of them get on the card and 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 for me, like you know, build it up. So I'm I'm all for this. You know, you have another pay per view coming up all out where you can do those single match blood feuds. Um, I think they're doing a really good job because they're giving us enough single matches to really make it cook and make you care. But um, multi-man matches i do have one question for you guys because i think the match i <coughs> excuse me i think the match is going to be um bcc versus best friends versus the the, the deaf triangle i think it's going to be a three-man you know i don't know maybe you know anarchy in the arena or whatever who do you guys think they can put in to replace Pac in that in that scenario hey. not everybody at one time yeah i hey I'm a little puzzled on that one. Because I think that was the I think that's the, the direction they're going with this. Heather would probably have a better idea than I would right now. Mm, Heather's gone a freaking blank. <laughs> well, yeah. I, guess, I guess the first question. I'll, I'll, throw, I'll, I'll throw the lifeline out and go. How would you guys feel about Eddie Kingston joining them? I well, we mentioned this in the was it spacer the episode I think it was last space, week. yeah yeah i i there's only two people that would make sense out of this have commander or eddie kingston um the problem is we have eddie kingston at new japan participating in the g1 and also being their strong champion which he made a mention in a promo that he'd be happy to defend it on dynamite collision or rampage you know that would be awesome to see that. So there, there could be a, a good possibility we would see Eddie Kingston, but I went doubt if we see Commander step in place either. I would like to see Eddie Kingston. I, I like him working with John Moxley. Yeah. Well, and see, there's, there's also that rumor. I don't know if either you two saw this. 
there's possible chance there's a and get this as a rumor before all you tards come onto my DMs. Sorry for that little bit of wording, but before any of you come into my DMs, do not come at me saying, oh, that's not going to happen. It's just a rumor that John Moxley might turn on the Blackpool Combat Club joining forces with Eddie Kingston. I don't really see that happening. I see it more Moxley turns his back on Kingston, but who knows? Yeah, I hope that doesn't happen. I, I think the black. Go ahead, Heather. She's like, no. What did you say? You said John. You said John Moxley gonna turn on. You mentioned that name. She looks up. What? What? Yeah, that there was a rumor for I can't remember who it was that posted it. There was a possibility John Moxley might turn on the Blackpool Combat Club. No, I don't see that. I don't see that happening. One being the fact that they just barely turned them all healed. I just don't see him turning his back on the club to go join with join rejoin forces with Eddie Kingston. I I think it'd be the other way around. I hope honestly. I want to see. I to me, if I had my way, I'd have another team added to that. And that team would be Eddie Kingston with the returning Santana, Santana and Ortiz. That's what I would love to see. Yes, proud and powerful. Oh man, with Eddie Kingston together again, and then and like you said, then throw Commander in there with those guys, you know? Because I rather see I rather see Eddie come back with Pride and Powerful, and that could be another feed. For, that could be the feed for the Blackpool Combat Club too. Do you and so so now that we so with that all in, let's move to all out. So with all out. Um, I guess this so the car starting to build. So we officially have now because because you know because Luchasaurus beat the number one contender Brock Anderson yesterday on <laughs> or on Saturday on Collision for you know. Wait a minute, <laughs> wait a minute. that was not established number one contender. Now come on. <laughs> well, I mean, he got a title shot. <laughs> looking like he looking like he'd been at the Dunkin' Donuts for the last three months. Um, hey. Just reminiscence of his old man there, you know. Jesus. I mean, his body, it is what it is, you know. Um, but uh, but you know, so Luchasaurus and and our Darby's official for all out. Um, and then we're it looks we're gonna be getting Miro versus um Powerhouse Hogs, which honestly, right there, that that's enough for me. What I guess, how do you guys feel about those two matches coming in all out? And what other kind? What other kind of car? What other kind of matches are you guys looking forward to for All Out? Like, do you, do you want to see John Moxley versus Orange Cassidy for the international title? I don't. I feel like. I feel like. I feel like Moxley doesn't need that title. Um, and then who? Who do you want to see fighting MJF? Is it going to be CM Punk? What do you guys? What do you guys want to see for All Out card? And what do you guys think about the build so far that we're starting to see for it? Heather, which matches on that? You said Darby Allen and. Darby Versus Allen who? and Luchasaurus for the TNT title. And then we are going to have Powerhouse Hobbs against Miro. Um, and I guess, like, what other matches do you guys want to see? Or, and what do you think about those matches so far? Um, do, you, do you think they should just be building into these to the card more? Or do you think they should just announce it all, like, a week, a week ahead of time? Well, okay. The Luchasaurus and Darby Allen match, like, okay. Christian Cage... Said that's his title, um. Because like I'm, I want Luchasaurus to, to like knock the hell out of Christian Cage and be like, "Bitch, that's my title." Right. I don't want that to happen. But yeah, because like he Christian is just walking around with the title holding it and like, okay, it's Luchasaurus's title. 
But yeah, um, Darby and Luchasaurus, like, you know, Christian's gonna try to get involved in it somehow, you know, and I don't know. I love Darby, and yeah, he's he's always putting it all out there and everything. But um, I just know Christian's gonna get involved, and it's gonna be some bullshit, and that because Christian thinks it's his title anyway. So I don't really don't know how I feel about that match. Um, but Powerhouse Hobbs and um, you said who now? And then um, Power against Miro. Miro. Powerhouse Miro, yeah. Um. <sighs> Hopefully Miro can win in that match because I'm, I, you know, they're building him coming back, you know, and try to hopefully building him up and hopefully he'll get a push. So, you know, hopefully he'll win that match and maybe give him a little bit of a push and get him going, you know. And I, but like the other matches, like kind of, I don't think they should like just like announce them like all at once. Where they can do like they're doing, like build up to them, like get get you invested into them, like um. Like they're doing, you know, is what that is the only thing I can say. I don't and want I you think, just them. No, and I, and I think that's why it'd be good to do multi man matches. Like, that's why I think it'd be good. Like, if you so, if you do, if you do Kenny and Hangman and, and Nabushi against, against, you know, against Ken, against, um, you know, Juice and, 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 um, JY and then, you know, Kanosuke, I think that's a good way to be like, okay, you're getting this match on all in, then at all out, you're gonna get Kenny versus Kanosuke one on one. I think I think if you doing the multi-man matches that feed into the single matches, I think it just I think it just I think it just it would do a good build for the for both pay-per-views. And I think they would complement each other really, really well. What do you think about that? Yeah, I think that would be a good good way to go. Because you know, like I said, I don't I I, I want the build. For the matches, I want you know to get to be invested into them. You know, I don't want you to just all of a sudden just pop up. Well, this match is gonna happen. You know, I, sure. I I like to be able to you know to go into it and get like go accuse it and you build it, be invested in it, and it happen. Not just oh well, here we're having this match. You know, I don't like it like that. And especially for your second biggest pay per view of the year too, it shouldn't feel like that. Do you do you want? I have a question for you because Miss John Moxley here. Do you want to see him with the international title, or do you think he's above that? I think he's above that. I do too. I agree. <laughs> John, what are your thoughts? I'm going to say I'm very conflicted with the whole uh, powerhouse Hobbs and Miro. Here we got two guys that I feel AEW has very, has done a very poor job of utilizing. Both men really should be on your cards at least weekly if not every other week these both both these guys former tnt champions and they to me they didn't get the proper runs that they truly deserved i mean it's, especially when you hot potato between wardlow and every other damn person on the roster miro who we haven't seen for months and now we've seen almost weekly on collision He's he's finally starting to get more TV time, but the problem is we're putting two guys on who should be building momentum, and eventually one of their momentums can drop down on whoever loses. I hope it doesn't hurt the person that loses too much, but we don't know what the plan is for either man either because we keep getting teased that Powerhouse Hobbs is going to walk out on, uh, I guess, that little faction that, is uh, yeah. well, did you, yeah, did you see? Did you did you see yesterday's show? 
I did. I did. Yeah. I mean, that's why I'm kind of a little conflicted with it, with the way that promo ended. Uh, I just don't like how they built that match. I don't think really you're doing Hobbs any justice with the tease of him walking away, but then he has his cronies come and help him attack Miro. There's just, to me, whoever walks out, I don't see they gain anything because they, again, W or not WWE, but AEW's creative has just not utilized these two big guys right. Are we in for a good match? Possibly. We just hope they have something in plan for the build after that match. As far as the AEW International Championship, this is kind of like how I view WWE has somebody who held the World Heavyweight Championship, but then you knock him down by having him win either the Intercontinental Championship or the United States Championship. To me, if you were on the level where you won the World Championship, you should not be in contendership for the mid-card title. It just... To me, it kind of devalues the talent's uh, level of skill right there. One thing I would definitely like to see, though, for this all-out card is more of the, utiliz- the utilizing of Ring of Honor talent. The problem is with Ring of Honor, we only see it on Ring of Honor Network or when it actually hits the pay-per-view. I would love to see that Ring of Honor World Championship defended there hasn't been any plans of that for either of these pay-per-views, correct? Correct. So why the hell don't we have Claudio defending the Ring of Honor World Championship? <laughs> that I'm scratching my head on this one. You got two back-to-back pay-per-views one week apart, and we're not having that title showcased? Come on. Get that title out there. Um, for me... John Moxley shouldn't be the guy challenging Orange Cassidy either for that AEW International Championship. And I apologize, I'm going out of order here. To me, I know Wheeler Yuta's already challenged Orange Cassidy, but that should be the guy going for that championship right now. Do you, do you could you see Orange Cassidy? I mean, they're fighting this Wednesday. Could you see Wheeler Yuta dethroning him? <sighs> no, because to me, that should, have, that should have been on the pay per view. And, exactly. And then that's where I would have booked Wheeler Yuta to go over and finally dethrone Orange Cassidy, to be honest. And really, I don't have much more thoughts. I mean, it's to me, they just need for me that if they really want to get that all out going, they need to build right immediately as they're doing the all in pay-per-view. Maybe have kind of like treat it like the backlot or WrestleMania backlash. And again, to me, I think that's, and again, I'm, I'm excited to see how it keeps going, but that's why I said, I, I think the multi-man matches are a good idea with the single matches coming out of those multi-man matches. Um, I'm with you guys. I, I don't, I don't want to see John Moxley win that title from orange Cassidy. I think it's a bad idea. Um, and again, for me, I wouldn't mind seeing this all out kind of be like a night of champions where you literally just see all the titles defended plus a few other single matches sprinkled in between. Um, and as far as Powerhouse Hobbs and and Miro go, um, I feel like this Cody and Brock feud was um, in WWE was a, is a good like is a good blueprint for how these feuds should go. Like I wouldn't mind I, if, again. I want to see like a two out of three f- matches out of these guys, three matches out of these guys. I should say. 
with I would like to see Hobbs taking the first one, Miro taking the second one, then Hobbs eventually getting the third one. Because I think that would that would protect would protect Miro by and also getting Hobbs over. And for me, Miro didn't want to do business with that they wanted a few months back and sat at home. So to me, like I think at this point, you just kind of keep Miro happy, keeping him as an upper mid carter. But I definitely think you should just try to use him to elevate Hobbs and because I think Hobbs is more of a future world champion for them instead of instead of Miro. And I that's at least my opinion on that. Um, do you guys have any other thoughts about that before we close out? No. I just hope that we see a really great card out of All In and hopefully a great follow-up with All Out. Um, let's make these two count, which is not very often you get to see back-to-back pay-per-views from the same organization. So play it well, EW. Get it going. Yes, please. You know, take advantage of this. You're, you're going to have all the, all the eyes of the world on you. Um, hit a home run. And, you know, and again, I'm looking forward to this as well. Um, and in closing, I just want to invite everyone, if you're listening to this tomorrow night at, at seven o'clock, right after Dynamite, I'll be hosting a Twitter space um, with about, talking about AE Dynamite. And we can talk about these topics a little further. If there's anything we talked about that might have intrigued you, we could definitely continue the conversation over there. Um, did you guys have any shout outs to give out today, Heather? No, I don't. All right. Um, before John gives his closing ones, I just want to give a shout out to um, our other partners, Brian the Hype Ballard and Will. Hope you guys are doing well. Hope to have you guys back. Also, just a shout out to Ted the Hillbilly Hill. Thank you for always just your content. Uh, one of my favorite podcasts out there. Also, we laugh, we live, we learn, we laugh. Um, you know, Austin Boyer as well. All of our other friends on Distinguished Gentlemen, all our other friends on Good Pods. And just everyone who interacts with us on Twitter, you know, thank you guys for making an enjoyable place for us and a positive mental health environment for us. We appreciate all you guys. And I'll let John take it over from here. Now, before I go into the closing credits on your X space, is that seven o'clock your time or? So seven o'clock Pacific, 10 o'clock Eastern. The best way to put it would be, we'll be on after Dynamite's over. Just join us as soon as AEW Dynamite's over. All right. I'm sorry. I just want to make sure we clarify that for our ex fellow. Making users. me look bad. Making the host look bad. Oh, I see how it is. No, no, I just know how time zones <laughs> work. So 10, 10, can... 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 o'clock Pacific, 8 All p.m. Right. Mountain Time. How's that? There you go. That works. That works. <laughs> but a big shout out to everybody at the Sage Up Network for helping them tweet out our stuff and getting us noticed. Thank you to everyone who shows your support. Um, big thank you to Fan in the Van. Is this a bad take podcast? Two dudes, sports news, 1420 sports bar podcast. Visit Vegas places by coil. And also want to give a shout out to Ted, the hillbilly hill as well. He's done an awesome job and we're going to hopefully do some things with him here in the near future. So, uh, and I also will be getting some clips to Ted, to advertise our show a little more but help him out as well so uh without any further ado a big thank you to Streamyard and spotify for podcasters on becoming our platform and home to creating and hosting the latest episodes of sunday takedown and tuesday night chaos they have made it possible to listen to our show on spotify apple podcast iHeartRadio, and much more and if you happen to like our show, we would like to, we would appreciate a five-star review. And if possible, leave us a review for us to read on the air for our future recordings. 
And also feel free to go to our website, www.wrestlingfansinsight.com and subscribe and get notified of our latest releases. You'll also be able to find links to our show to your favorite audio platform. You can also interact with us on our Facebook group, The Fans of Pro Wrestling, or on the X app. You can find me at WF Insight Podcast, Heather. It's at Bama Girl underscore the number four underscore EVA. Bama Girl Forever. And Roll Tide Bitches. <laughs> she didn't say that. We didn't, we didn't, she didn't say in the last one. Man, we gotta go back and re record that. This was so yeah, <laughs> no do overs. At CCLOS77 and then at Conquer the No and then also on Instagram at Rainbow Goodness underscore. All right. Acknowledge me. <laughs> and we also have uh, the mental welfare space being hosted by Heather and Obey Jess on the X app on Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern. So feel free to go in and have open discussion if you had a bad day or what you could possibly do to help with dealing with mental health. Um, and we will be back again. Well, I won't be back, but the team will be back again Sunday, August 20th for Sunday Takedown. Uh, we'll be back. I already said that. That's all, folks. <laughs> for Heather, Carlos, and myself, we will catch you all later. Have a great week and be awesome to each other.